are you, Bobby? Hi, Ken. You want to go for a ride? Sure, Ken. Jump in. I'm a Bobby girl in the Bobby world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Squirrel. I'm not Squirrel. And I am also not Squirrel. That's my nickname, everybody. The new nickname is Squirrel. This is episode 162, <laughs> and today we are talking about Barbie. Uh, part two of the Barbenheimer episode, if you want to call it. <laughs> we can talk about Oppenheimer again. I'm down. Good. There's enough meat on that bone. No, but I need to. Got to, got to get that. Try to convince Carissa to go. I think she's in. <laughs> oh, huge. Uh, yeah. So we are talking Barbie. I know we're a couple weeks late, but uh, again, we are a show for the people. We're a people for the people. This is take two, <laughs> so I'm going to get it right this time. We're a show for the people. We want everybody to see Barbie before we spoil it. So that's exactly what we did. Uh, what's new with you guys? My week was uh, pretty uneventful. I watched a lot of content. <laughs> I bought a whetstone. Any, any store? Any oh. interesting stories? <laughs> a whetstone? What's that? <laughs> it's a stone that you wet and then you sharpen knives. My knives have never with? been so sharp. What do you wet it with? Water. <laughs> mm. It actually makes this nice, like, screaming noise as you, you don't use water. The, you don't use the tears of your enemies. Not yet. I don't have enough tears yet. You're I need to make yet. some enemies. It's Jacob's anime origin story. He just starts by sharpening <laughs> knives. He's just in, a, in his my knives or in, in the, my soul in the is sharpened. Of your apartment complex. <laughs> yeah, just sharpening knives in the corner. I highly recommend it. It's it's good for the soul and the knife. Knife. Right. So Jacob has <laughs> the knife. The knife. Can move on. <laughs> Yeah, worthless, worthless story. It feels like I've heard it before. Talk about vamping. deja vu. Yeah, this is our I don't deja speak vu. French. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, we're American. We speak English. Yeah, yeah. I was very interested the first time you told us, but this is the second time, so <laughs> I'm over it. Bored. I love inside jokes. Love to be a part of one someday. Well, that was it, though. I have nothing else. Just... You're interrupting Michael Scott. Jacob, shut up. <laughs> yes, Jacob can hear the soundboard, so if he talks over it, it's, uh, we're working it out. We, uh, we're working it out. All right, it's anything, a work in progress. Anything for else? me, it's just dead space. Like you guys aren't yeah. saying anything. I'm like, well, like, why is it so quiet? <laughs> if you hear us, just re- stop talking for one, two seconds. Yep. Assume it's just give a little chuckle because I just need you guys hilarious to like, drop beep so. or something. Just like beep, and I'll be like, huh. Oh yeah, that won't be that won't be distracting at all. No, yeah, I'll just start going. You can edit out all the beeps later. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd love to do that. Kyle loves the power of editing. Fix in right. post. So nothing else new. No. Excuse me. All right, let's get into our featured beer. Uh, so beers, <laughs> beers. So as uh, we mentioned, Jacob has officially moved, and we are working on getting some kind of schedule system down so we can get the same beers for the show but it's going to take a little bit of uh time to do that so in the meantime josh and i have the same beer jacob has a similar beer i believe and uh 
yeah, I guess we can just talk about both of them. Or, well, we can talk about ours and Jake can talk about his. And uh, hopefully it'll only be like that for a couple more episodes, maybe. Or maybe we'll be able to find the same same beer. But, um, yeah, that's why we don't have the same beer. Like maybe Sam Adams. Yeah. <laughs> Who loves – Jacob loves Sam Adams. Jacob's a huge Sam Adams guy. Yeah. I've had one. <laughs> Sam Adams ambassador. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was no. I know. <laughs> That's going to be. It's good. a bit. It's a bit. <laughs> just starts just randomly laughing. Yeah, every time every it gets time quiet, I'm just going to laugh just uh, in case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is not getting edited out. That is stay, that's going to stay in there. All right. We skip the Sam Adams talk again. We don't need to take two of that. Um, all right. So we have a beer. From Tox Brewing Company. Huge tie-in. Toxic masculinity. Oh. Hello. Yeah. Uh, this is called Ink or Dark Stuff, maybe. It has like two <laughs> titles. It says Ink, Dark Stuff right below it. Uh, but Apparently, this, it's a, uh, like a whole series. There's like Dark Stuff, Red Stuff. Oh, yes. Stuff. I, I have seen the other one. So, yeah. Good, good call on that. Uh, this is a sour ale. A sour ale with blackberry, blackcurrant, blueberry sweet cherry plum lactose and vanilla Ooh, jacob you're missing out i'm okay so the whole the lactose we know we love it <laughs> yeah that's why i chose this because we knew jacob wouldn't be here and uh has lactose uh let me pull up the description here it's coming in at six percent abv let's see we already said that ink sour so this is a yeah what Josh said, part of an ink sour series. Uh, this carefully blended selection of dark fruit has big, bold flavors of tart stone fruit, mixed berries, and a creamy finish. And if you don't know what a stone fruit is, you can listen to our last episode, Oppenheimer. It's true. I did. We did go into deep conversation on what a stone fruit is. Uh, so yeah, Tox Brewing Company is a microbrewery out of New London, Connecticut. Only 517 You see that though? Us. You see the number? It's 517. Oh, huge. Our area code. <laughs> that is huge. Yeah, until uh, we rate it. Until we <laughs> it's going to go. 519. What's your area code, Jacob? Is it 519? I think it's like 571. No way. I'm pretty sure. I've seen some people with that, so I don't know hmm. if it is or not. That's cool. 4.08 average. Yeah, pretty high. Does it get the smoothie bump, though? Uh, is it a smoothie beer, though? No, maybe. Could, could you say? Would you say? Um, the photos looks a little thin. Like it doesn't. I don't think it's going to be that thick. Yeah, I don't know that guy. This, first, this guy got like. <laughs> I would say the majority of the other ones look thinner, but uh, I mean, I guess we could pour it ourselves and see. Yeah, there's only one way to find out. Um, should this we have one Jacob? Looks horrible. Intru- oh yeah, just <laughs> put that on shitty pictures of beer. Uh, should we have Jacob introduce his beer? Or should we just go all the way through? Ink first and then move on to him. What do you think, Jacob? I'm fine with discussing mine now or later. <laughs> okay. Jacob well, just correct his fucking can. We can pour ours then and while Jacob does his. Is that my cue? <laughs> that I'm supposed yeah, to be talking. Introduce okay. your beer. <laughs> well, I am gonna be drinking Havana Unana. No, it's just Havana. <laughs> It is from Commonwealth Brewing Company out of Virginia Beach. Oh my God, the bottom is so thick. Sorry, go ahead, Jacob. Here's we can just feature a bunch of bold mariner in here. 
Are they? They are also Virginia Beach. <laughs> no, they're North. Oh, they are now. I think actually. Yeah, they moved to Virginia Beach, but we'd have to get them shipped to us because yeah. we can't find them. Wow, this we'll is a David. sour fruited goza, and description is just goza style ale with pineapple, tangerine, cherry, and Meyer lemon. Yum! It is a perfect Meyer. color for Barbie. I hardly even know her. <laughs> what's a, what's the difference between a lemon and a Meyer lemon? Size. One it says Meyer before it. One <laughs> one's branded. <laughs> Aren't Meyer and lemons so... <laughs> like less like less? I guess that means I need to look it up. Less sour. I have like no sweeter. idea. Is it like a key citrus? lime to a lime? It's more like a X lemon head. Meyer. The Meyer lemon is a hybrid citrus fruit native to China. It is not a lemon, but it instead but is instead a cross between a citron a citron, citron. and a citron <laughs> and a mandarin I'm you know speaking in Spanish and a mandarin pomelo hybrid so, so there you go. sounds amazing so less citrusy is it, I mean, less, isn't a uh, lemon tart. not even real don't we create lemons yeah they're fake i have no idea aren't they i've seen they, them in the store a citron citron and something else i thought limon and limon, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, lemons aren't real. Wow, <laughs> neither are birds. Neither birds. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> birds are just dinosaurs. Well, anyway, this is coming in at seven point two percent ABV, and sounds wow. delicious. See, we had to say three point nine two on untapped. We had to do a take, take two because now it's after ten a, ten a.m. So, oh right. We have, <laughs> now we're allowed to drink. Now we're allowed to drink tall beers. Speaking of drinking, are we ready? Because I am. Uh, Let me crack sure. mine open here. Oh, fuck yours. Oh no, it's foaming up. Yum. It's very oh, short. <clears throat> yeah, it's me and the jowls. I was just drinking coffee too, so. Very, very, very couple, tart. I'm going to need a couple sips to adjust my palate here. Yowza. <laughs> so tart. This one's absolutely delicious. It's so good. <laughs> Jacob's off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That's good. Crushability mm-hmm. really very low. Yeah. It's extremely tart. What I like most, just off the first couple of drinks, is the uniqueness compared to a lot of mm-hmm. sour beers that we've had and smoothie beers, like. The dark fruits, mm-hmm. like it's just not as like tropical, and I feel like yeah. that's what they aim for a lot of them. Like you know, with the pineapple, guava, mango, orange, yeah. orange all that shit. Like it's going for something different, and um, it is really good. It's not like top top tier, but like just the difference, the the uniqueness is nice. Nice change of pace. Yeah, it's um very good actually. And like you said, it's it's not a typical, like you said, smoothie smoothie beer, but still has kind of the likeness of it. Yes. But yeah, you get all the flavors. I think the current is the current current mm-hmm. is what it brings a lot of that tartness, sourness of it. Yeah. Because it's similar to like a cranberry. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. <clears throat> no, it's a nice balance it's not too sweet but it has like the tartness 
like the first couple of drinks. Is there vanilla in this? Did you say when vanilla? You go, yep. Okay, yeah. I can taste the vanilla. When you go from, you know, coffee to this or like if you've had nothing to eat or drink yet today and then you drink this, it's first couple of drinks are going to be really tart. But once it settles, it's like it's uh, pretty good. I mean, yeah, the tartness and, and um, sweetness are balanced. At 10 a.m., uh, it's very <laughs> nice picture, Jacob, of your beer. It's... Thank you. I already put it up. <laughs> You're missing half of it. <laughs> I thought this it was, was uh, coming from the guy that would criticize my untapped photos when I first started. Um, I thought it was artful. Wait, <laughs> that's weird. Actually, that's not the picture. It cut off at a different place <laughs> on the camera. Fucking I still idiot. like it. <laughs> it's it is artful. It's tasteful. Thank you. Follow Jacob on Untapped to see his shitty photo. <laughs> yeah, post this on bad beer photos. <laughs> yeah. It's um, pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, it is pretty pretty good. Yeah, crushability would be pretty low, but um, I would. This is this is would make me buy the other beers in that series to try. Yeah, yeah black so. and blue, tropical trip, dark stuff, mixed berry, light stone, dark yeah. stone. Hell yeah! All right, Jacob, take it away. This one is great. It's super like it's not. So it's not sour, right? So it has just a little bit of tartness, which makes it a lot easier to chug. And it's a lot more crushable probably than your guys is over there. And it's a nice <clears throat> summer beer. Like I want to just like sit by a lake with this, or I guess the ocean here. <clears throat> it is Virginia mm-hmm. beach. So yeah, this is great. It's, a lot of cherry and that I'm guessing that Meyer lemon because I do taste like a mandarin orange flavor. I wouldn't say I taste lemon flavor, but well, because it's not a lemon. Jacob. Yeah, I get, and <laughs> lemons don't exist this. anyway. Lemons aren't real. Oh, maybe it's a tangerine. I could be getting that. I don't really get. <laughs> He's like, it tastes like orangey. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe it's literal a little tangerine, tangerine flavor. <laughs> My can was turned a little bit. I couldn't. <laughs> Couldn't read that. Back. I can read it in your photo that's half cut off. I can even read it. It has tangerine in it. Damn it. Well, the pineapple I don't get, but yeah, this is very, very smooth. Uh, crushability, I could go through a couple of these. And at 7%, like, not bad at all. Commonwealth doing stuff right. Might have to look at more from them. The can art on the actual photo is like on the check-in is way better than the, what you have. Unless it's the, the same. Camp. I just can't see half of it. I can. Here, I'll send you a picture. <laughs> Take a real picture. Do you see the like the label on the untapped? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks awesome. No, the label is kind of dope. Let me. And then send. let's go to Jacob's picture. You can kind of. Uh, it's like, <clears throat> so that is the picture, but then they have, they like put a square over it. So like, see how like that square with the name oh, covers yep. up like the art a little bit. And you can only see Jacob's top half, so it looks like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. Yeah, much more modern, chic looking than ours. Ours yeah. kind of looks like shitty. Shit. <laughs> looks <laughs> like, like Little Mermaid's fucking dog shit. Kind of looks like a, the other like side, a middle the school graphic dope. designer put it together. I mean, it's it's yeah. well done, but, you know, <laughs> it just... Doesn't look. Well, uh, I saw either. this and I thought it's very Barbie esque with its pink and bright mm. colors. 
Huge. Huge. This is not Barbie-esque, but it's fine. Oh, did we even... <laughs> didn't say the tie-in because that was in take one. Oh, yeah. Tie-in. Tox Brewing. Toxic <laughs> masculinity. And that's about the time that I figured out we weren't recording. Yep. It was the exact time. Because <laughs> I was being a toxic masculine nudie right. person. I'm just glad you're having all the same problems I used to have. Now I can, I feel a little bit more validated. Yeah, but you did it for th- four years, three years, and you just kept fucking <laughs> up. This is not take, Zencaster, okay. This is my second time operating the thing. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Good job, Jacob. <laughs> nice. Um, we'll just have a fake laugh that you can make a sound clip. Oh, yeah. There we go. And then I'm I can bad in 100. Then after. you can make him laugh. <laughs> Although I'd have to do that, like quickly find it, put it right after. <laughs> Just star it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else on these spurs? Negative. There's a fly around here. So, you guys ready to get into our featured view then? Positive. Yes. All right, let's do it. Talking Barbie. Uh, Barbie is written and directed by Greta Gerwig. It is also written by her partner, Noah Baumbach. It stars Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Issa Rae, Kate McKinnon, Alexandra Shipp, uh, Michael Sarah, and many more. Plot synopsis reads, Barbie suffers a crisis that leads her to question her world and her existence. <clears throat> All right, Jacob, what did you think of Barbie? I liked Barbie quite a bit. I When I saw the trailer, I thought it was going to be more fish-out-of-water-like story for all of it, but it turned out to be quite a bit different from that, and I appreciated that. I don't remember any specific parts that, like, really, like, how it looked didn't, like, blow me away or anything, but I thought it was funny, fun, and while it lost some of its speed at the end, and I don't know if I love the absolute resolution, overall, I had a good time watching it. Um, I think Barbie was okay. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> um, and my main problems with it are going to sound negative, but well, it's a problem. usually <laughs> problems are negative. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I think it was extremely too on the nose with the, I'm glad you brought that up. The toxic yeah. masculinity. I think it was mm-hmm. egregious for the most part and you have these random monologues that are unneeded like the when barbie first meets the daughter that whole thing was like just gross i think and it, it's got the for me it's got like the disney feel of like trying too hard to prove a point and like while i agree with the things that were said obviously like it is a very real problem that we're dealing with but for it to be that on the nose and in a movie i don't know if that's like it didn't feel like necessarily appropriate it kind of felt off for me in the in the in the movie itself i get i i did like i said i I agree with it obviously and everything needs to be said but i don't know if this was the right (laughs) platform for it maybe it was just a little on the nose well not a little it was very much on the nose the ad placements there was chevy ads like it was a 
at a t- at, literally at one point it was a, a Chevy commercial, which yeah. was gross, <laughs> very gross. Um, but I do think it was pretty funny. Like I, I think it was very witty. I liked Ken's character, even though he was meant to be hated. I liked his. Comedy. I don't think he was meant to be hated. Well, he, I don't think so. Yeah. I think he was meant to be like. I don't know this this like. I think avatar he was there just for, enough. I think he was like an avatar for like proving. I think he's meant to hold Amir up to a lot right. of men, you know. Yeah. So that's yeah. If that's a problem, then it's like, well, take a look at yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, uh, the guy from Shang Chi, I forget his name. Uh, Simu. Simu Lu. Yeah. Leo. Yeah, I thought Liu? he was awesome in this. Yeah, he was pretty funny. Um, yeah, it was Will Ferrell actually. I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. Um, very Will Ferrell esque, but I feel like he likes writes his own scripts or like goes off the cuff a lot. <laughs> I feel like they just tell him like you're you're a veteran, this, just do what you yeah. want, and like he you know he's himself. I, he probably has like a very loose script because yeah, even some of the times like the actors felt like they were like, "What do we do now?" Because he just said <laughs> something that's like completely yeah. not on the script, and they were confused by it. But um, liked his character quite a bit. America. For Farrar's character was kind of mm-hmm. corny, but did I? I had fun with it. Yeah, Jacob, like Jacob said, it's it did feel a little long at the end. I mean, two hours is long for I feel like this kind of movie. Um, but yeah, I just a lot of the the uh, on the nose stuff was a little kind of I don't know took me out of it. Yeah. Um, you're not wrong. It, uh, it, I think it is very, well, I'll start by saying I really liked Barbie, didn't love it. Um, and I agree that a lot of that stuff is super heavy handed, pretty shallow. Like anybody that's like, you know, hard left or like feminist or, you know, has been in this zone for a while, this is going to be like nothing new to them. And I think that's fine because I think it's trying to reach a wider audience or it's trying to appeal to everybody, but it's, it's made for um, also a younger audience that can easily digest some of these ideas, right? Like Mm -hmm. if they go too hard and like too obscure with what they're trying to say, it might go over the head of some of the younger people. And Mm -hmm. it's important that they, that young girls get the message as well. Um, And also I think I've heard that same argument, but, to me, it's, I don't know if this was intentional, but it's its reflective of like the post-Trump era where online like toxicity and like, you know, Andrew Tate and there's there's men out there yeah. trying to like radicalize What's his young nuts? males um, into like this. Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, sure. Steven Crowder. I mean, every fucking right wing pundit. Yeah, there was like that one like, guy. Yeah who's like super big. I can't remember his name right now, but yeah, similar thing. Yeah. I mean, the point is that they're trying to like radicalize these young Peterson. men into like Peterson. going back in time and like saying these are like masculine roles and like, you know, we, you know, they're basically just being misogynists without like outright coming out. I mean, some of them outright say it, but you know, it, it's to me, it's reflective of that. Like it's so heavy handed because we need to be like, I mean, have you heard Nailed like Tate talk? He is heavy handed in real life. Like, yeah, but I'm saying like the Barbie movie needs yeah. to be heavy handed in response to that because like if it's too subtle, it's like the message is going to be lost, and then you know we're it hasn't really done anything. And 
I will say I was joking before about getting a female perspective and um, putting Jacob's voice in there, but I will say I went to see it with Alyssa and she loved it. And you know, it's it's great to see it connect with so many females. And I even do think it was, it was made for women. Oh yeah, like, of course. That's why some a lot of guys got kind of offended by it because like the jokes could seem aimed at them, but I don't think it was meant meant it to be like aimed. malicious or anything. I think it might have been, which is fine. I th- no, it is aimed at men, but it's yeah. it's if they're it's what I said before. If they're the people that are getting offended at it, like that's who it's a, like. Yeah, that's who it's trying to offend. To, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you should be offended like, if you, if this offends you. Like you're the sometimes problem. you see things and you're like, oh shit! Like I did that kind of fuck. <laughs> like I didn't know that was like a bad thing. Yeah, it's definitely holding a mirror up. Yeah, I I, just, I get where that's coming from too, but it still just felt like I like. For instance, it reminded me a little bit, and I think that this did a better job in terms of subtlety. The movie wasn't as good, but um, don't don't worry, darling. Uh huh. Had like the same kind of like toxic toxic masculinity, but I think it did a little bit more subtly, which is good and bad. Probably, I think good for the overall watching <laughs> experience, but bad in terms of like you said, it's not. It didn't kind of got washed away. Yeah, and like again, I'm a, I'm agreeing with you. It is like heavy handed and stuff, but I, I guess I was seeing it as like that's kind of what it's trying right. to do. So yeah, it was overall it was fine with me. I mean, it's it's a Barbie movie. It's not you know, don't worry, darling. Where it's trying to be this uh, more heady cerebral film. This is for all you know, its main it's purpose is to be pretty light and lighthearted and yeah, like sell toys. Being, kind of reflects that i yeah i guess sell toys if i I mean if they change their toys hopefully then like ordinary i guess that's we'll make millions okay do that yeah i guess that would be great (laughs) i think that might be an actual thing like wouldn't it be i don't know i feel like something from this movie is gonna be made into a toy because this movie is such a hit they're gonna make a stereotypical barbie yeah, they're well, gonna, that is Barbie. That is Barbie. Know, but with like, <laughs> they're probably going to have like a Ken that's kind of like a joke, and his thing is like beach, and like I'm sure they're just going to have. If anything, like, I would say they would make like a like normal Robbie. body type, and like a a you know a mom or an office worker or whatever something like that's just like totally typically mundane, but like is just a woman or whatever. Yeah. And you know, I like the fact that the movie definitely points out that you know barbie thinks she's like this feminist icon but in reality like she set back the mentality of so many young women like x amount of years or whatever and she points that out and it definitely has a lot of clever points and stuff to make um for me my problems come with like just like the plot so Uh, simple like yeah it's it's been there done that well it's it's very simple and it picks up like threads that doesn't it doesn't really follow through on like the mother and daughter yep. like relationship yes. and story and yes um it's just not enough even the mattel I feel like, like villainizing yeah. mattel like it doesn't really f- go anywhere with no, that if anything it glamorized them well i felt like it's they were just, almost um, like a agree, side but... story for a lot of it because like first it was i'm like oh this is gonna be like a big thing but then it was just kind of like they disappeared for yeah Yeah, it's just like flashes to them following them but like nothing more (laughs) they just follow them and then like they just kind of like say what's happening they're like they're just like they just appear at certain parts yeah yeah it's it's super random and like yeah there's just uh uh, 
the the messages and stuff are are pretty clear but like if you're gonna make this very meta you know fourth wall breaking at points movie like it needs to the story needs to be a little bit tighter and i think they could have worked that a few yeah. more times it was just know. trying to do too much especially after being two hours yeah for sure um i do like though like what jacob was saying how it's he thought it was going to be fish out of water the whole time and i like how most of the movie is spent in barbie world mm-hmm. and it kind of it starts there then we go to the real world then we come back so yeah, it's like a nice quickly too it's like it's not like a long time she's, well, yeah, like 20, she like gets minutes. it almost yeah. immediately but to me that helps break up the i mean to me it i did i didn't feel like it was that long personally like i thought it was pretty well paced and um yeah i did too until the end we moved from scene to scene and yeah i i guess i kind of agree the the scene where she's talking um, with ruth was like uh yeah that's felt like tacked on yeah well there's like there's like a lot of stuff like that that's um i don't like when they point stuff out like if this movie is going to be aimed at everyone like you can have like the silliness that's the kids already get that like we don't need to point out every joke and stuff you know the Ruth thing is fine I didn't know that was the founder of Barbie or whatever but like when like the Midge thing when he points out he's like oh yeah that was discontinued and blah 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 which was uh Emerald Fennel okay (laughs) I don't know who that is so I can't believe um, Oh, she directed yeah, your uh, girl. <laughs> that thing. What did the fuck Jacob's favorite movie of last two years ago? Um, Promising prom- Young Woman. No. Oh, the other one. She did do that also. Yeah, that one. Yes. What was the What was the other one that we liked better? Uh, young Promising. Oh. <laughs> no, that's the one with words. Vanessa Kirby. <laughs> just Promising Young Woman. That was the Emerald Fennel. <laughs> oh, what was the other one? Pieces of a Woman. Sorry. Pieces of a Woman. That's not yeah. Emerald Fennel. No, <laughs> no that not. one wasn't, but Promising Young Woman was. Yes. Oh, okay. You're mixing those up. I was confusing Okay, I was like, that is not Emerald Fennel. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay, anyway. But she was Midge, the pregnant. Okay, but like... Barbie. See, like, seeing that enough, like, for the for the Barbie heads out there, that would have been enough to get the joke. Like, we don't need to, like, point it out that, oh, or this the, is it. Or and Alan they, yeah. was... Too, too many times well they just do they just like yeah like the narration and stuff sometimes it just they call attention to jokes too often where it's like let the people that are like really into it get those jokes and ha- like let it reward some rewatches like to right. me that just like kind of discounts the rewatchability i know that's a small thing but it's just a problem i have with like the writing and comedy movies in general when you like call attention to the joke right after it lessens the joke 100 <laughs> percent. so that's my main thing about comedy like that's why i hate comedies is yeah especially modern comedies they treat everybody treats the audience like they're idiots because most people that watch comedies this was the joke (laughs) okay i got it move on well if we're getting to our little that you know the joke go ahead a little foreshadowing to our premium i would say somebody gets comedy without explaining it to you yeah exactly there you go that's a great example yeah um but yeah, oh, just wrapping up general thoughts. Overall, really liked it a lot. Loved Ryan Gosling's performance. Loved, it, uh, yeah. loved Margot Robbie's performance. Uh, pretty much all the performances. Um, the set design and production design in Barbie World was awesome. Um, just like the, you know, all of like the fake props and stuff and the scale that they played with. And I loved all that stuff. The um, travel scene was like travel real. scene. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. They did all that stuff. That was awesome. Yeah, that, was yeah. Cool. that was cool. That was really cool. Yeah. It reminded stage. me of um, 
what Bo was afraid that one like mm, yeah the play scene the yeah play, uh, play or whatever yeah yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I would guess uh that's pretty much all I have for general thoughts um we do have to talk about the opening though huge like the very beginning yeah the 2001 homage i thought that was oh awesome. yeah i i love that it was <laughs> and, i was like this is actually already better than 2001 oh god <laughs> oh here we go but yeah it like works like when you when you know the context of 2001 like right. the dawn of man like this is like the dawn of woman barbie or woman yeah like it's, yeah it's just a and i think it's like in the fucking yeah it was, it was i good. thought it was great <laughs> And I think that one that is something that would be funny just like watching it if you have no idea about 2001, but it's also a nice like nod to 2001 for people who love that movie. And yeah, like I mean, I feel like it would hit if you didn't know. I think it would. I mean, I think it would still I feel be like funny. a lot of younger females probably haven't seen 2001. A lot of younger, I mean, depends on what age I mean, you go I, down to. Males haven't see, seen 2001, but yeah. it's a yeah, it's a hard you know, it's a hard sell to true <laughs> young people i'll say but uh yeah i mean greta definitely is a film nerd and seems like and no she has a yeah but seems like she has an uh an affinity for a lot of classics and they have a there's something they have like a list or maybe it's an interview or something where anyway you can track all of like the nods and references that she put in oh movie, yeah like the other movies how did you guys feel when they like called us out in the one part where the guy's discussing like godfather to the girl oh yeah uh, like, <laughs> yeah no that was great <laughs> i was like that i it's was like, like shit really, that's like literally oh, what we do like the <laughs> seven, <laughs> 70s art film something <laughs> like yeah, that, no, that whole is... part like with the music and like the can i thought all of that was so funny but yeah, yeah, the the Matchbox Twenty song. Yeah, that was yeah. Good. that was pretty <laughs> that good. That was so funny. Yep, they're just all singing on the Push beat. You around. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stare at you, and you're gonna listen to me for <laughs> four minutes. Yeah, that see that stuff like that comedy and all of like how on the nose that stuff was that worked great. And it's just like again holding the mirror up and saying like, if you've ever done this, <laughs> you know. I can honestly say I've never played guitar, <laughs> run a fire, singing. True. Matchbox yeah. 20, so. but if I could, I might. <laughs> I don't think so. No. <laughs> I see that was like funny, but I also think that that was a little too. That was, was one hilarious. of those scenes where it was meant to be fun, like too funny. Too, too like funny? not, like not a mirror scene, but it was just. I think it is funny. though. I think there is a lot of guys who oh, no, play yeah. guitar and they use. Oh, that's that. a cliche, oh, that's a little, dude. No, that's, that's a cliche. A definitely thing happens. <laughs> definitely happens. It's always the guy that like is like can play a few chords and it's like not he's not really like playing the song exactly how it should i go. thought he's it was like gonna be wonderful honestly I've we've been uh, it's I've like been around <laughs> thousands of dudes and i've never seen a single dude do that it's like a it's just that's like cliche like that's cliche to be cliche no that's like, like that's like love island that, cliche i don't i would say like reality it's pretty TV. based in reality i think yeah. it's based in reality tv it might be like hyper like cartoon i a cartoon version of it yeah but it's, it definitely happens like it's over yeah, yeah i don't know if, but yeah, how many cartoonish like okay how many show, times but. does that happen and the girl hated it probably every time but probably. she probably yeah in america forever's dialogue she can't say anything because then she's gonna seem like a bitch it's like when you uh, like, <laughs> I don't know. discuss 
like <laughs> with the meaning uh, of like movies and stuff like probably don't actually care but at the same oh, time I know they, I know they don't yeah yeah that's why I don't talk about it <laughs> and just going to like Chris. like off that same tangent like all of those things like I'm not saying that, sure it's saying that the all these this guy is guilty of all of those things and it's not that every guy is guilty of all of those things but a lot of guys are guilty of some of those things or all of those things or one of those things it doesn't matter the amount it's just that like this is men in general but i think yeah, yeah I think that mansplaining having every single one of them do it is portraying that but they're all uh, ken. most guys do it <laughs> yeah they're not they're all ken but they're all different ken well i'm just saying like i think this is why is saying, i think though, but it that's made, is of the movie me? is saying i think that it's saying that it, like men just in general like yeah then, then but then you're then you're stereotyping all men no, yes, I'm but just, again, that's the point. Like, uh, yeah. sure, there's men that understand the point and like aren't assholes and you know wouldn't do those things or you know. And you can be passionate about something and, and talk who, about it. What, it's not that big what, of a deal. What but, man is gonna watch this? What man? Like, what toxic man is gonna watch this? I mean, a lot of people because like everyone it's watched this, and there was money. a lot. There yeah, was a lot of there's. Was, a lot of I heard there was that. a lot of like bros who like got mad at like the portrayal of their characters and they're like oh that shit and stuff but it's because i know what you're "Mm -hmm." saying where it's like if they weren't if they were totally clued in on it maybe they wouldn't want to watch it but an ignorant man i could definitely see going to watch watch with his girlfriend or with his wife and then walked out of it like oh angry this movie hates that doesn't happen yeah (laughs) no I i could see that so i know what you're saying it's like why like why would it like toxic and there's been boycotts of the movie i mean like again right-wing extremists like are boycotting this movie also because there's i didn't even know this until after the fact i guess there's a trans actress in the movie that plays a barbie and like they don't say anything about it no attention is called to it i didn't even know that i thought that was awesome like they're just like letting her act and just be a person and it's like which one do you know uh the doctor one the redhead oh that that checks out i should say her name so i can so we can give her flowers I know you're talking about too. Yes, just want to, just want to. Okay, when he name. took the glasses off, he's like, "Can I?" Uh, Hari Hari Neff. Yes. When Ken was like, "Let me move, wear glasses so he can remove <laughs> move them and see your true beauty." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a scene where she's like, says like, "I'm not pretty" or whatever, and he's like, "Ken's like, oh, you're beautiful," and yeah, like he's it's just like in the car. <laughs> yeah. So all that was was great, and again, that's going back to the the who this movie is for like just that alone just having a trans person act in the movie is enough for like people to boycott it which is insane yeah no, I get it. they're not boycotting very well because it's like 800 no, million dollars yeah. oh this oh which brings me to my next point this i'm so glad this movie is doing well because it totally breaks the uh go woke go broke slogan like oh yeah anytime somebody <laughs> yeah. says go woke go broke i'll be like 900 million it's Barbie almost bitch. <laughs> it's almost to a billion dollars yeah i hope it crosses a billion i'm sure it will it's only two weeks out so yeah sure yeah. Yeah. To the it's gonna have some longevity clear yeah. a billion they're projecting oh yeah and uh, dude it's like so many people have seen it two three times already it's oh, yeah. insane um Barbenha- else? barbenheimer's yeah. like 1.4 billion right now yeah <laughs> huge weekend <laughs> Definitely. Uh, what'd you guys think of the John Cena cameo in Dua Lipa? 
I mean, kind right. of point. I mean, yeah. uh, the John Cena one was more funny. The Dua Lipa, she was in there for like half a second. No, she twice. was a couple. Yeah, I was going to say she was there a few times. <laughs> yeah, I thought like, it was, was like, kind of that sad. That, like, you could, yeah, that, like you barely even notice her. That's. I like, didn't even know it was her part. the first time. I knew she was in the movie. Then I'm like, oh, wait, that was her. Well, she had like and a then, pink wig on. A blue. Then, blue like, wig. Yeah. And I it, don't really. It kind of feels like they just threw her bone because like she did like the soundtrack. Made a song. Yeah. Um, Why didn't they throw Nicki Minaj in there? I don't know. It's a good question. Anyway, uh, I, I, in terms of like celebrity cameos and stuff, like I am not a fan of like the all of like the Channing Tatum ones and you know the comedies and stuff. And Kyle just hates Bullet Train. Anytime he can bring it up, oh yeah, it's gonna yeah. Train shit. <laughs> anytime. Gains <laughs> and other ones too, uh, but you know, like these celebrity cameos don't always work. But like, I don't even know if he had any lines or he had like John one Cena? line. Yeah, in it. Yeah, it was- just like his like totally shitty like he looked like so stupid i think that kind of amplified it to a level of absurdity where it was funny hand me a beer ski yeah (laughs) the mojo dojo casa house those all mean house (laughs) i don't know if if it needs to be broken down we don't need to mansplain it but uh just uh just like i do like kyle why can't it be woman explain (laughs) because we're not women (laughs) i do like like I, in terms of the messaging, um, Barbie World, like it seems perfect on the surface, but it's not. Like it does do a, a good job of criticizing like it, all societies that are only ran by one gender. Yeah, right. Like Barbie World isn't perfect. They see it as perfect, but it's not perfect when it's ran by all. It's all ran by women, and then obviously the patriarchy is like a total disaster, which is pretty true. <laughs> and then um, you know when he goes into the real world and brings that stuff back and yeah, all of that, like it's, I think it's critical enough of both sides where it's saying like, you have to have masculinity fun. is fine. Just not toxic masculinity or the patriarchy. Like it, there has to be a balance and you know, basically just saying everybody needs to be equal. But in the end, women what? still ran it. I mean, Beyonce um, said it best when she said, no, <laughs> girls run the who runs the world. Girl. Yeah. Um, this would have been a pa- perfect beer to bring in the unicorn farts after dark. The patriarchy. Oh, the patriarchy. Yeah. What I want to know a comment on is Kyle. What did you think of the dancing? Uh, the the full on the one. Ken like the, battle the disco one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing with my dance scenes, and we're gonna get into this in the premium. <laughs> It can't be too choreographed or perfect. Yeah. Because then true. it's not funny. And you just want them to dance. Yeah. I just want it to be like absurd and like weird and like doesn't fit. Off oh, the cuff. I, I already know what you love in the premium. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> in all, all of them. Oh, yeah. In all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, he's got the it do- down. Yeah. The dog tooth scenes. I did watch that and I watched the lobster too. Oh, nice. I didn't get all, all anyway, of them. There was a. The dog tooth. Yeah, <laughs> that one. That was great. <laughs> that was great. Loves it. That's choreographed. <laughs> the flash dance. Well, it's choreographed, but it's like it's not. It doesn't feel choreographed. Them, yeah. Yeah, it's not a big dance number, and it's like, yeah, sure they planned it for the movie, but it's not. You know. Yeah, I get it. Save anyway. it for a premium. <laughs> Save it for premium. Um, no, I did. I still liked that scene overall, and I love how they they're on the beach or whatever, but then. You know the the set changes to this them like in a completely blank room and like they're 
you know, having their, it fucking reminded their me of Kenna. West Side Story, yeah, yeah, Sharks yeah. and Jets. <laughs> yep. They, I think they were going for that. Yeah, yeah well, for sure. I, I also think another it was just there, like going know. to where they were fighting, but then, you know, like when guys fight, then you're like, all right, we're good now. You just have to yeah. like fight. For is there any weapons here? No. Yeah. That is, that <laughs> was pretty good. Yeah. And then they, they were all friends after that. Yeah. Broke out and then they're all fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, one last thing off the top of my head. Okay. So the Mattel, uh, in terms of like the Mattel criticism, I, I do like the, like the boardroom full of men. Like she's like, oh, I can like talk to your woman CEO or whatever. And it's a boardroom full of men. He's and like, we had women CEO. Team. We had, we had two. Yeah. <laughs> we had two, I think. Maybe. He, yeah. <laughs> <At least laughs> yeah. When Will Ferrell's talking about it, he's like, I, that's two right there. <laughs> yeah. And maybe one in the middle somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, the scene I want to criticize is first when the, when the phone call happens between the FBI and the Mattel person, mm-hmm. I think what they're going for is like Mattel is like so, uh, like, I don't know what's powerful boring or no, no, no. It's, it's Mundane. funny because it's a side. Yeah. It's like a side by side and like it's Mattel in there in the cubicle and then the FBI and oh, the Mattel yeah. cubicle is completely blank. Nothing right, character, yeah. no character about it. And the FBI's cubicle is like full of like mm-hmm. color and like post-it notes and shit like that. When that's like, this is the most bureaucratic organization in America. Literally bureau is in the name yeah. and it's, he has more character than this Mattel Employee. Yeah, I think they were just commenting on like big brand. Yeah, no, I get that. Like that was like a, a funny image, but like they didn't go anywhere with that after. Again, Mattel like Mattel was a, like a weak. Yeah, part that of whole the story. Like, yeah, and then the chasing like was too corny and over the top. Like this is it was like Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's in the real world, and a lot for the most part, a lot of the real world stuff felt grounded, except for like anything with in Mattel. In, the, in Mattel, yeah. So that would be another just slight she's, problem ahead. She's a ghost that has an office on the 17th floor. Yeah. <laughs> Which obviously they had to say that because she's dead. <laughs> like it right. would make sense otherwise. But um, who is uh, she was from Cheers. Yeah. Uh, Rhea Perlman. Danny DeVito's wife. Is that Danny DeVito's wife? Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. That is a very short family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Average height, five foot. I think, isn't it? Her last name's Pro. I've, I'm pretty sure it's Ron Perlman's sister, I, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I know she knows that she was the wife of Devito. So I gotta look this up because if that's the case, Ron Perlman's a big guy. He's huge. Yeah. That's, that, that's what I'm saying. What if they're twins? And he, that would she be just, funny. She just got <laughs> he just sucked up all the genes. Nope. <laughs> it says relatives Heidi Perlman's sister, but it doesn't list Ron. So. I Maybe ate my really own it. twin, so I have the power of a grown man her, and a baby. What's her name? Rhea Perlman. Pearl spelled P-E-R-L-M-A-N, not It's the exact A-R. same spelling, too. Um, weird. I don't know why I thought that or if it's any connection there, but... Uh, no relation. Okay. Huge. <laughs> my bad. Um, I think that's all I got. Anything else for you guys? All right, let's uh, rate it then out of five stars. What are you guys going to give Barbie? I'm going to give it a four. I'm giving it a three. Uh, I am super torn between a 3.5 and a four, but I'm going to go 3. heavy 3.5. 3. 3. 3. 3. Yes. 
Word. Um, oh, sorry. I sh- should have mentioned this earlier. But just last, very, very last thing to say on Barbie. What did you guys think of the, the end, the Billie Eilish song, as well as the montage? Anybody, uh, anybody dropped here or what? Oh, great. I did love that. I but, thought it was pretty good. Yeah, to be human. What is it like to be human? Uh, yeah, like what's it mean? Because you want to be human. She's like, well, <laughs> yeah. this is what you're going to like. This is what it's like to be human. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's what you, I'm like, what are you talking about? Okay, yeah. The song I love was it. Good. With the montage. I didn't know it was Billie And Irish. she says, feel like re- the real performance, like put your hand out and now feel. Yeah. Because she noticed it earlier when she was sitting on the bench with the old lady. Yeah. She sees, she hears the trees rustle and it's just quiet and she's just kind of people watching just noticing what what it's like to be human what that was pretty yeah, good moment I, too. I, like, I almost did because like, yeah, so i love like, i love that part. i know <laughs> yeah. like i know <laughs> having a son and seeing like what it's like yeah almost your human like what it's like to be human is part is like having yeah it's a message yeah. to like kind of keep like keep your youth or keep your innocence innocence mm-hmm. and you that's what a lot of people have kids to kind of relive certain things of their life or kind of cherish certain elements and seeing that yeah i didn't drop tear but i was close definitely that was a great great scene i liked it a lot i did like i said it felt like it was tacked on because it was like the most serious mm. scene and like, it takes it's like Nothing that we've, it's all obviously old footage of. I think it was that, like all the actors. Probably. Because I think it was like. Compilation. Now yeah, I think it was like their old childhood. The behind the scenes footage or whatever, but. I think she, like, they like grabbed act, their actors and actresses like. Yeah. Childhood. It's just interesting that montage. it takes out like it's completely out of the, like every, anything from the movie. It's. Yeah. You know. You're in, which was weird, but. Mm. Fine. But it worked. Yeah. Because the like the same, <laughs> it was like the same world that they did that dance scene in. It was like right. purple and blue, <laughs> but I don't know, or not purple and blue, um, pink and blue. Should we get into some nano reviews? I mean, I don't have much except a show I've been watching because I watched all of the oh, Your Gross movies this I week. Got a lot. <laughs> Go over. It. I'll keep it brief for most of them. Um, all right, hold on, pulling up the old. Pulling up the old dairy. You have three. Yeah, but I got a show too. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, I'll start. So yeah, I did finish obviously the Yorgos movies, and uh, I should just mention that we are recording the premium right after this. So keep a lookout for that. Um, All right, starting with the Outlaws. I've uh, been watching a lot of dark comedies, a lot of very serious movies. So I wanted something a little little less serious, a little more lighthearted, directed by my boy, Tyler Spindell, who directed my favorite movie of uh, whatever year The Wrong Missy came out. Uh, Huge, huge film. (laughs) So yeah, The Outlaws, uh, just a comedy starring Adam Devine about his soon-to-be in-laws who might be criminals, and comedy ensues. Uh, definitely not great. Uh, it's a Happy Madison production, and Tyler Spindell is not a great director. Uh, but it does have the benefit of being an action comedy, and some of the action scenes were pretty decent. 
And uh, it also has the benefit of ditching all of the old Happy Madison crew, all of the old timers. Um, you know, Adam Devine's in here, Nina Dobrev, Richard Kind's in here. We got Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan uh, who is probably the best part in the movie, him playing, um, you know, this serious, uh, menacing, but also funny character and he doesn't have to put on an american accent thank god he just is able to talk normally um so yeah Shout out dean winters don't forget about him the all the all state guy uh oh yeah definitely <laughs> can't how could i forget about dean um but no it, it's it definitely has it's like terrible moments bad comedy throughout uh but adam divine i think is hilarious and like just like his acting he always fully commits oh yeah his mannerisms are hilarious and oh blake uh what's his name he's in it too he's blake anderson is also in it as like his cousin so two-thirds of the workaholics gang i'm gonna give it a bump come on yeah you have to uh but the third act really falls off in this movie i mean the ending and resolution of this movie is terrible it is so bad uh pretty much unwatchable but the middle of the movie peaks when Adam Devine robs a bank in full Shrek costume. It is quite hilarious. So, didn't like it, didn't love it, but it has redeeming qualities and moments, so I ended up giving it a two. Your favorite Tyler Spindell movie. Definitely my favorite Tyler Spindell movie, I can say that. This guy averages a... Two point one and a half. <laughs> yeah, not good. Not good. <laughs> For three films, he's two point one, two point two. What's 2. his 2. third? I don't know. Father of the Year. Okay, I haven't seen that. With David Spade. Yeah, yeah. Two point two rating. If you. Yeah, thank God David Spade wasn't cast as the as the father-in-law. That was just, <laughs> wouldn't have fit. Would have been terrible. But... Well, he's not a badass. So if he was even trying to, be yeah, a badass, it would be. Yikes. It, well, that's what I'm saying. Is that's something that, like. They to me, be. that's something that would be on brand for Happy Madison and Tyler Spindell to just to bring back one of their, you know, alumni to be in a shitty movie. This um, is, says the most Netflix Adam Sandler movie without Adam Sandler in it. Um, that's kind of true. And apparently Shrek is in it. So well, also Adam, Shrek is in this. Adam Devine is Shrek, yeah. So I said he robs a bank in full Shrek costume. Oh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Yeah, clearly. Uh, all right, let me do one more and then Jacob can go. Uh, I finally watched Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping, which again, lighthearted, short, comedy. Wanted to uh, ease the, uh, you know, bring my bring my mood back up after watching uh, some, some very dark films. Um, yeah, Popstar, basically Lonely Island, the movie is what I would call it. Yeah um have you seen this josh yes okay I, thought, I saw it in theaters oh okay yeah i totally missed this one didn't catch up to it till now but uh yeah lonely island the movie definitely feels like an extended snl skit it, yeah. as well um i really liked the first half i'm gonna say and then after that it kind of feels like they drop like the like it wants to be a mockumentary and then like it just like drops that at some point yeah when he like, goes oh, like on the retreat movie now yeah when he goes to the cabin or whatever yeah and there's again it's you know something where it's taking a lot of swings and 
obviously everything isn't going to hit, but I would say less than. I like all of these guys too. Like I was going to say, are you a, a Sandberg fan? Well, I love Hot or Rod. Andy I just Sandberg like Akiva Schaefer and you know Jorma Tacone as directors and Andy Sandberg as an actor. Yeah, I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think he's a great comedic actor. But Hot Rod. Yeah, this just like in Lonely Island too is like never really been my shtick. Like the songs, I feel like don't really work as well as like these like parody songs some of them are you know funny and stuff but a lot of the ones written i would assume for this movie just feel like a one idea that's like drawn out and expanded to something that eventually becomes not funny when you draw it out too much um that's how i felt about a lot of the songs in this movie and uh some of the ideas as well but uh yeah, first half I really liked. Second half, not so much. I think it kind of uh, falls apart, especially when they just drop the mockumentary thing. I really liked that as a uh, as an idea, and just following up, you know, a pop star that ha- has has uh, peaked, and then the fall of that. But I still liked it overall, so I gave it a three. I forgot Connor for real is his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I completely i I remember. It's funny that I even remember as much as I do. Speaking of cameos too, this is cameo the movie. <laughs> is there a lot of them? Oh yeah, there's actor. I mean, just every musician is in it. At tons of actors. I actually the funniest cameo to me was Justin Timberlake as the chef. <laughs> I, he's, yeah, I don't remember that. Okay, there's a great part where he's like cooking in front, or he's like cutting vegetables in front of them, and they're like, like fucking, or he's like singing one of his songs. And they're like, cut quieter, man. And they're like, leave the singing to the professionals. And it's like Justin Timberlake, like an iconic singer, like shut up and leave the singing to the professionals. <laughs> Name is Tyrus Squash or Tyrus Quash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tyrus Squash. All right, Jacob. So I'm not finished with it yet, but I can give my early impressions. I am watching the second season of Baki. Oh, God. Same, same. Are you? Yeah, that's the show I was going to talk about. Oh, really? I was wondering if Jacob was going to talk about it because it just came out. I was like, I wonder if Jacob's already watched this. But what uh, what episode are you on? Uh, or did you finish it? No, I have not finished it. Okay, let me. I can pull it up here really quick. I'm pretty good way into it. I think I'm almost done with it. Um, seven. Okay, I f- am ten episodes in. Oh. So, so nah. go ahead. I'll let you and, go first and then I'll, I'll just continue. Yeah. I, I just, I love the ridiculousness of this show. Well, it, okay, sorry. I, I said I was going to let you go. Sorry. I'm not going to let you go. I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to say one thing. <laughs> yeah. Because it relates to Barbie. This is like a hilarious opposite to Barbie. Yes. <laughs> like, like this just tickles like this weird toxic masculine itch or masculine, just, it speaks oh to a God. level of masculinity that Look I that. can't explain how they are able to do it, but Fucking like <laughs> they do <Sorry>. it, <laughs> they do it so well. Fly I don't. You gotta drink it. It's almost done. <laughs> and it's just like it's like so, whoever's writing this knows like what we're like. It brings out that like kid version prime, of you and what you want. Yes, like this primalness, like because it's just oh, literally like, in this season. <laughs> I yes, primal. <laughs> like I don't think I don't know if women could enjoy this show. Honestly, this is I like, think yeah. uh, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just 
to that level that it's just in in that in that way it's so perfectly done and like unlike like anything else that i've can like think of and it's just so ridiculous. What I, what is it? Is it called something different, or is it just Baki? It's Baki Hanma. Okay, I was so that's say. the new because it went from Grappler Baki to Baki to Baki Hanma is the yeah. New it's season. got Jake, Joshua. It's got if you're gonna who Troy Baker. Oh, I watched the sub. So <laughs> oh, he's Baki. Oh, well, maybe you have to watch the the <laughs> Troy Baker's version. dope. But yeah, I just I watched the sub so. But yeah, absolutely. You, if you're gonna watch any anime ever, Joshua, you should check out this Why show. Why does it get shit on? Because if you watch it, you would understand. It's like, um, it's got a six point eight user score. Is that for this this season particular or overall? Uh, overall, I think. Okay. Um, but episode the second season is definitely way higher than the first season. Hmm. I should. I find just that weird. Out, though, so yeah. I think it'll go down. I would say it's worse than the, the first season, episode in but... the first season is eight point two. The first episode of the new one is eight point four. You must be looking at um, IMDb. IMDb. Yeah, so you got to go to my anime list for rating. Yeah, for I, was gonna say. I, <laughs> I do not have that. I would say that this season so far is worse, but it's yes. a slower build. Like the other one, just had a lot more action. I feel like, but. I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter because I don't watch this show because I think it's like this piece of art that's amazing. It just scratches this itch that I didn't know I needed scratched. And I love it for that. And this one still keeps it going for me so far anyway. And now it's ramping up. Hopefully it keeps ramping up. But yeah. According I'm to really... IDB, you're on the highest rated episode of the season. Well, yeah, nice. about to, obviously we're in Baki Five. Oh, hit Jacob? Episode seven, oh. yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a seven. First season was seven six seven on my anime list, and the sequel is like seven eight two. But again, it just came out, so it's going to go down as more people watch it. Probably dip below the first season. Um, I'm with Jacob. The f- it's not as good as the first one or even the previous Baki. I think this one is like, it kind of feels like those anime arcs that just like, it's like a random story that doesn't really develop any of the characters, but it brings in like you know, like a new threat to kind of hype, uh, not like strengthen everybody. Cause I guess it's not what's happening, but you know, like it's just so obvious what's going to happen. Like in the end, like there's this new threat, nobody can beat him. And then in the end, Baki's going to fight him and win. Yeah, or definitely. Maybe not even win, but like, just like survive. Yeah. It's so, it, but like the buildup is <laughs> funny. It's just, Oh no, it's hilarious! And like yeah, the show, I love the exposition in this show too. There's tons of funny parts, and I yeah, some of the exposition I like, some of it I don't like. I'm mixed on the exposition part because like, uh, they I feel like they go to the narration like too often. It's they like, do do it a lot, and they over describe yeah. things sometimes, and it's like okay, I didn't really need that described. I love any time like the history of karate started. Anytime they do, I love any time they do the animal because like I feel like that's what the whole show is about is relating like humans to to animals and like this primal nature and like a fight against like like they compare you know pickle to like the dinosaurs or and like and then everybody else to like modern day animals you know there's just like a lot of uh beastie beast 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 (laughs) there's a lot of uh just you know nature comparisons in the show and i feel like 
that's ingrained in it, which is great. Did you but, love the evolution with the joints? It's like humans haven't had to evolve like animals have. Um, yeah, I like that. I, <laughs> I like to the, use my imagination. Yeah, I, do, I like that. And there's a lot of stuff that I do like. There's It's super over the top, but I feel like it's so obvious what's going to happen. And I hate, yeah. hate, hate the design of Pickle. He looks like, like, I like his size and his build, but like his face, it, does, it looks like a fucking like model. Like, it's so yes, weird. he's why I'm like, why is he so beautiful? And everyone else is like ugly. Like, <laughs> I know, in like, this whole show, like most Joe, people have like muscles in their cheeks and chin that ripple and stuff. I mean, one guy and looks he's like, like perfect. Sandshrew from Pokemon. His face is like, <laughs> looks like a desert or something. Like, what's going this, on? Well, I think he's supposed to be like the perfect human, right? So, yeah, I get it. But like, just like from his era and stuff, it just, it's so weird that that's his look. I don't know. He's like Tarzan. He's sexy Tarzan. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, I yeah, I'm not loving this season by any means, but uh, obviously I'm gonna watch it and finish it. And yeah, I'm yeah. I'm with you. I think the fights like the one, the season where like I liked this. I don't remember what season it was, but where everybody was like, they had a basically you know like the re, the um, the reunion that they had in the cell with pickle like in that yeah. zoo cell. <laughs> Like all of They're those all people were spread out and like everybody was like fighting each other and it was more mm -hmm. evenly matched. Like this is so boring and repetitive or like one person goes fight pickle gets fucking destroyed. Same thing goes fight pickle gets destroyed. It's like it's too repetitive and it's leading up to something that I know what the conclusion is going to be. Yeah. Versus like before you're like, oh, who's going to win? Who's going to get fucked up? And like, yeah, exactly. Lose an eye or something. Yeah. There's like two people that are more evenly matched that it's like you know less about them and like it's an interesting fight to watch whereas this is like eh. yeah Pick pickles just too op it's like boring to there watch. Is, yeah he's nerfed yeah nerf pickle needs to be nerfed <laughs> how the devs let this slide <laughs> give them to a Oversight. patch so i'm saying is it feels like one of those anime arcs that's just like thrown in with an op guy and the he had 190 million years to perfect <laughs> no divide that by five <laughs> oh, well, you're not at that episode yet. There's a hilarious, no. there's a hilarious mathematical equation that this guy whips out of his ass. He's, he's like, what's the average length that like we can call our fighting years? He's like, oh, let's say 50 years. So they put like divide 198 million by 50, and he's like, this is the odds of beating Pickle is one in three, <laughs> three million eight hundred thousand. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's like, but he was <laughs> like frozen the whole time. It's not like he was training <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> checks out <laughs> yeah math definitely i just accept what happens i mean trump was in the first season and muhammad ali and <laughs> oh we got albert einstein in this one yeah i know i love how everybody's <laughs> like he's like i respect you you're a nobel laureate <laughs> yeah, you're a nobel laureate <laughs> they cared so much <laughs> i mean yeah the show's hilarious you are like, a treasure of oh, japan <laughs> uh good stuff Okay, uh, is that it for you, Jacob? Yeah. All right. Um, I got one more thing then, since that you, you, we touched on my show. Uh, I did watch Alps, and I'm going to keep this very brief because we are going to get into the Yorgos Lanthimos Premium, but we didn't do Alps for the Premium, and I uh, wanted to, you know, always wanted to see it. And is that complete his check filmography it off. for you? No, I still need to see Kaneda, his first film, which I've heard is not very good. So not looking forward to that. And I'm not looking forward to that because I also didn't love Alps. 
Um, I feel like as a follow-up to Dogtooth, it's a step down in pretty much every way. Uh, also an interesting premise, but not as interesting as Dogtooth. And I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't go to the same places. It doesn't go, it doesn't give you those like amazing moments. Like the, there's a scene in the lobster, which I don't want to get into too much, but they're like, there's like these amazing, um, human realizations and, you know, aha moments it's like oh shit like if this if this happened like what would you you know what would you do what would you think same thing in dog tooth it doesn't have as much of those for me and um it's not confusing but there might be some things that like i didn't fully get in alps also but uh one of the same actors as in dog tooth and she is really good and definitely don't think it's the performances that are lacking but it's way it is a lot less funny than all of his other movies too. Like I know they're all like dark comedies and um, some of it is not just going to hit for other people, but uh, all of the other movies were rewatches for me. And I, you know, thought they were funnier than ever before. So maybe a rewatch, I would find more things funny, but I just was funny. Yeah. Yes. It's (laughs) we were talking about the dancing. That's that's what I'm saying is this like (laughs) his other movies, like, like lobster is, funnier but there's also like in in english you know it's i would say it's going to be geared more towards like an english audience or a western audience at that point lobster yeah yeah definitely i mean same thing with favorite and killing a sacred deer is a lot less funny also which i know you miss those but favorite i'd probably say is funniest lobster dog tooth killing killing a sacred deer and then Alps below that because I didn't find anything else. Well, there was some moments, but a lot less funny than his other movies. And um, he, I just don't think the I I don't think there's a great through line, and I don't think it tells like a great cohesive story that that ties the themes and the idea together. Like it's an interesting idea. It's basically these people who stand in as recently deceased people. So. Like, for instance, the main girl, she's a nurse. Uh, This couple loses their daughter to a car accident and she like pretends to be their daughter like to help the grieving process. So interesting idea, but I don't think it worked fully. So I ended up giving it a two and a half. Might be a little harsh, but I also think like the technical aspects uh, doesn't look nearly as good as any of his movies. Yeah. It kind of feels like Dogtooth was like so successful and he's like, I mean, all of his movies have weird, absurdist ideas, but kind of just feels like lesser Dogtooth, like Dogtooth 2.0 trying to replicate it, but didn't, you know, fully work out. It's weird because it's the same writing partner, like all of his most, my favorite movies of his have been written with with this guy and obviously directed by him, but... Yeah, for some reason, just didn't work for me. So they Greek, yes. Yeah, yeah. I ended up giving it a yeah two and a half. I just said so. Well, I, can, I guess I me. can touch briefly on the two. Well, you watch those. My question is, do you want to be on the premium for those to talk about them and then bounce after? Not really. <laughs> okay. I really don't have much to say about them. Okay. Um, 
They were background watches yeah. already? Okay. Dogtooth was not good. <laughs> I knew you would hate Dogtooth. I fucking <laughs> knew it. Well, it's Dogtooth is a sh- it should have been a 20-minute movie that was extended an hour and a half, two hours. No. It was such a simple... Once you get over the gimmick of Dogtooth, it's boring. Um, I mean, it already was pretty short. But I yeah. I know what you're saying. Ninety eight minutes, I think. Yep. Yeah. But once you get over it, it's it's a short it's a short story. It's a short movie that's extended an hour and a half. That just kept doing the same thing over and over. Yeah, I did like the end. I guess I there is part of it that is a little lost on me. Which I'm I would say the, the premium, whole second but... act. Yeah. Was can't talk about it. Boring for me. <laughs> Okay. I like the initial first act and I like the ending a lot. Mm-hmm. But the middle section was very boring and repetitive and definitely something that you can't watch with a newborn because you'll either fall asleep or <laughs> get lost watching it. Yeah, I mean it's subtitled too, so you have to read everything. Yeah. Like you have to like really Lobster's be watching a it movie to I could everything. I enjoyed a bit more because I could hear it. Yeah. And I did like the lobster quite a bit more too. Okay. But yeah, dog tooth, not good. <laughs> and, and then just want to go right into lobster? Yeah. I mean, I lobster, mean, I, I like the lobster it, but... premise quite a bit. I like mm-hmm. the dystopian future. I like the entire premise of it. How they, this, if you're single, you go to the hotel mm-hmm. and you have 45 days or you die. I didn't know John C. O'Reilly or Riley. 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 Just Riley. Yeah. Was in it. <laughs> Uh huh. Um, I liked his character quite a bit. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, I liked that one a lot, and that was definitely dark humor, and that one was funnier for me by a lot. Yeah, I didn't laugh one time. I didn't even realize Dogtooth was supposed to be funny at all because it was funny in the slightest. It's a good part. I think it. <laughs> like, there's a there's a fine line between dark humor and dark, general, and I think Dogtooth was just dark. And the lobster was dark humor. You need to watch Killing of Sacred Deer because it's I do, English that's and I'm it's most excited about, Western, sure. and it's it is more dark than to me more dark than Dogtooth, but like funnier. Yeah, and I like, think Colin Farrell has a lot to do with it too. I think yeah. Colin Farrell's great at like that nuanced humor. That's like he was just funny. It's very dry humor, but yes, I mean I think his movies are all that, but yeah, translation because we're not fucking Greek and we can't understand Greek. True. So it's all Greek to me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like the dancing scene—that's like obviously that's yeah, but that was comedic physical release. Yeah, but the whole—it's all cringe because they're so sheltered. (laughs) I I don't know. I didn't get the. That's what it's like. That's what makes it funny. I don't know. There's a very similar scene, and that makes me cringe, laugh, and killing a sacred deer. Mm. The um, the score for lobster was interesting. That felt very old timey. I don't know if he the like jailbreak scene or like I don't. I guess some work to do during the break. I'm not sure if he uses. I'm not sure if there's any score for any of his movies. I think he. I think he uses classical music. That would make sense because 
I know for sure that's the case with killing a shake of deer. The lobster had very old timey. Yes. Classical when like when he's sneaking around. Yeah, I'm not sure if technically any of his movies have a composer because like I think he just uses pieces of old pieces of music. That would check out. But I'll check that before we get premium. All right. But yeah, didn't like Dogtooth. Lobster was okay. I think Dogtooth, I'm like a, probably a 2.5. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Lobster, <laughs> probably a th- heavy three. Okay. Yeah, would I uh, love to hear your thoughts on the next two because I think those are more more accessible but more up your alley. Yeah, I'm excited. Sure. Excited for those two, but I got <laughs> the other two out of the way. All right. Well, is that it for you guys? Yep. Okay. Um, that is it for us. So next week, I think we're doing Talk to Me because I don't think anything else is out unless you guys want to do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'd rather do Talk to Me. Talk to Me. It's a horror movie. Yeah, I figured. That was a kind of a joke. Um, all right. Well, next week, Talk to Me. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. Uh, you can find premium episodes on Bandcamp as well as Patreon. Uh, we're on TikTok also. Trying to post some more TikToks. All right. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both those. That's JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. She wanted to fuck me harder than the U.S. government fucking Laden. She was a freaky kind of girl Kept up on current events from all around the world More specifically, one event The time Osama Bin Laden got shot in the head She said, do me like that But I couldn't track the metaphor That said, I can see you horny like a stegosaur That said, again, your request is so irregular She put on a beard, I started looking at the exit door Then a turban, then a tunic She said, invade my cave with your special unit I said, he wasn't in a cave, but there was no stopping She demanded that I fuck her like we Fuck Bin Laden